we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Yeah. I never seen God's eyes, but I seen the devils. 
He walks with men on earth at different levels. He knows the king we serve. So he hates and meddles and prays that we all burn and turn to rebels. He tried to get my soul, but I'll never settle. I walk this lonely road from the birth to ghettos. I'll take the gift bestowed and return a vessel. I am the one they chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, friends. Happy Monday. How's everyone doing today? It is a Monday. Hmm. All right. Edward's calling for 852 hertz for the music. Let go of fear, overthinking, and worries. I like it. Let's play it. There we go. So, we talked a lot about that yesterday. If you guys missed True Spiracy yesterday, it was very churchy. We had a comment that someone just couldn't follow our teachings because the Apocrypha hasn't been canonized, right? It's not been validated by the church. That's kind of the point. <laughs> Understand that the Book of Q is all of the teachings of Jesus just rearranged or the most famous ones rearranged in a way to follow in your daily life pretty amazing but we're not there yet we're still in the old testament we're still talking about the god that's gonna come back anyway i hope everybody had an absolutely wonderful weekend Let's start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for a reprieve. Thank you for sending me your messengers to keep me on the right path. Thank you for my amazing husband and my wonderful children, even the teenager who didn't clean his room this weekend because his girlfriend didn't come over. Thank you for all of our listeners, friends, family. Thank you for life. Every day, thank you for life. And thank you for my animals, especially my dogs. Annie, who is kissing my burns this morning. I reset the clock. I'll tell you all about that later. But I'm still alive every day. Thank you for life. So, Brian says, I'm a soldier, not by choice, by God calling all of us to wake the fuck up. You are absolutely right, Brian. I'm awake now, too, God. And as well as reading the good book, put it to practice. That is the point. I know, uh, I believe it was Latanya last Friday was saying that she reads along as I read. And I encourage you all to do the same. Read along. I'm very interested to see what's different from my Bible to y'all's. So, 
Brian's on a roll this morning. Appreciation is the grease of life. The more you have, the smoother things go. Not bad burns, Lindsay. I made pasta sauce last night and it popped up and burned the underside of my arm. Not a big deal. Just, it was very hot and painful. I'll get out. But, you know, you know me. I reset the clock every day. Hmm. Sugar Love Trump said, I've only been to one church in my life that ever read the Bible rather than telling me their interpretation. I'll take this churchy true spiracy any day. We're just reading, people. We're just reading. Because, you know, the end of that Dax song that we play every day. And he says, the sixth sign. For all of y'all lurkers that don't get to read the words, I apologize. It says, the sixth sign is the spread of the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's what we're doing here. We are the sixth sign. So, share this far and wide. Encourage people to spend 15, 20 minutes listening to the Bible every day. Because, you know, after I'm done running my mouth and playing music and whatnot, that's about what it gets to. So, anyway. Yesterday, uh, yesterday, Friday, Friday, we left off with uh, Moses getting essentially the commandments, being told how we should live our lives. So we are in the second book of Moses called Exodus, chapter 24. And he said unto Moses, Come up unto the Lord, thou, and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar off. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come nigh, neither shall the people go up with him. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the judgments, and all the people answered with one voice, and said, All the words which the Lord has said we will do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord and rose up early in the morning and builded an altar under the hill and 12 pillars, according to the 12 tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the children of Israel, which offered burnt offerings and sacred peace offerings of oxen unto the Lord. And Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people, and they said, All that the Lord hath said we will do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, and said, Behold the blood of the covenant, which the Lord hath made with you concerning all these words. Then went up Moses, and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of a sapphire stone, and as it were the body of heaven in his clearness. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also they saw God, and did eat and drink. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mount, and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone, and a law, and commandments, which I have written that thou mayest teach them. And Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. 
And he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us, until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and her are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto them. And Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days, and the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud, and gat him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount forty days and forty nights. Chapter 25 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they may bring me an offering. Of every man that giveth willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, and ram skin, dyed red, and badger's skins, and shittim wood, oil for the light, spices for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set in the pod and in the breastplate. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. And they shall make an ark of shittim wood, two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt make it upon, upon it a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four corners thereof, and two rings shall be in the one side of it, and two rings in the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark, that the ark may be born with them. The staves shall be in the rings of the ark, they shall not be taken from it. And thou shalt put the ark, the testimony, which I shall give to thee. And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half length should the length be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold. Of beaten work shalt thou make them in the two ends of the mercy seat. And make one cherub on the one end, and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. And the cherubims shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another. Toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubims be. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony, of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Thou shalt also make a table of shittim wood, Two cubits shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, and make thereto a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt make it in a border, onto it a border of a hand's breadth round about. And thou shalt make a golden crown to the border thereof round about. 
and thou shalt make for it four rings of gold and put the rings in the four corners that are on the four feet thereof. Over against the border shall the rings be for places of the staves to bear the table. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold that the table may be borne with them. And thou shalt make the dishes thereof and spoons thereof and covers thereof and bowls thereof to cover withal. Of pure gold shalt thou make them and thou shalt set them upon the table showered showbread before me always. And thou shalt make a candlestick of pure gold. Of beaten work shall the candlestick be made. His shaft and his branches, his bowls, his knobs, and his flowers shall be of the same. And six branches shall come out of the sides of it, three branches of the candlestick out of one side, and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side. Three bowls made like unto almonds, with a knob and a flower in one branch, and three bowls made like almonds in the other branch, with a knob and a flower. So in the six branches that come out of the candlestick. And in the candlestick shall be four bowls made like unto almonds with their knobs and their flowers. And there shall be a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, according to the six branches that proceed out of the candlestick. Their knobs and their branches shall be of the same. All it shall be one beaten work of pure gold. And thou shalt make the seven lamps thereof, and they shall light the lamps thereof, that they may give light over against it. And the tongs thereof, and the snuff dishes thereof, shall be of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold shall he make it, with all these vessels. And look that thou make them after their pattern, which was shown thee in the mount. Chapter 26 Moreover, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet. With cherubims of cunning work shalt thou make them. The length of one curtain shall be eight and twenty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits, and every one of the curtains shall have one measure. The five curtains shall be coupled together one to another, and other five curtains shall be coupled one to another. And thou shalt make loops of blue upon the edge of the one curtain from the selvage in the coupling. And likewise shalt thou make in the uttermost edge of another curtain in the coupling of the second. Fifty loops shalt thou make in the one curtain, and fifty loops shalt thou make in the edge of the curtain that is in the coupling of the second, that the loops may take hold of one another. Thou shalt make fifty tashes of gold, and couple the curtains together with the tashes. It shall be one tabernacle. And thou shalt make curtains of goat's hair to be a covering upon the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall thou make. The length of one curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. And the eleven curtains shall all be of one measure. And thou shalt couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. And shalt double the sixth curtain in the forefront of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain that is outmost in the coupling, and fifty loops in the edge of the curtain which coupleth the second. And thou shalt make fifty tashes of brass, and put the tashes into the loops, and couple the tent together that it may be one. And the remnant that remaineth of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remaineth, shall hang over the back side of the tabernacle. And a cubit on the one side, and a cubit on the other side of that which remaineth in the length of the curtains of the tent. It shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on this side, and on that side, to cover it. 
And thou shalt make a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and a covering above of badger skins. And thou shalt make boards for the tabernacle of Shittim wood standing up. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the breadth of one board. Two tenons shall be their, they'll be in one board, set in order, one against another. Thus shalt thou make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make the boards for the tabernacle. Twenty boards on the south side, southward. And thou shalt make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for his two tenons, and two sockets under another board for his two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle on the north side, there shall be twenty boards, and there are forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. And for the sides of the tabernacle westward, thou shalt make six boards. And two boards shalt thou make for the corners of the tabernacle and the two sides, and they shall be coupled together beneath, and they shall be coupled together above the head of it onto one ring. Thus shall it be for them both. They shall be for the two corners. And they shall be eight boards, and their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. And thou shalt make bars of shittim wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle, for the two sides westward. And the middle bar in the midst of the board shall reach from end to end. And thou shalt overlay the boards with gold, and make their rings of gold for places for the bars. And thou shalt overlay the bars with gold, and thou shalt rear up the tabernacle according to the fashion thereof, which was shown thee in the mount. And thou shalt make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twined linen of cunning work, and cherubims shall, with cherubim shall it be made. And thou shalt hang it upon four pillars of shittim wood overlaid with gold, their hooks shall be of gold upon the four sockets of silver. And thou shalt hang up the veil under the tashes that thou mayest bring in thither within the veil, the ark of the testimony. And the veil shall divide onto you between the holy place and the most holy. And thou shalt put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. And thou shalt set the table without the veil and the candlestick over against the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And thou shalt put the table on the north side. And thou shalt make a hanging for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen wrought with needlework. And thou shalt make for the hanging five pillars of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. And their hooks shall be of gold and thou shalt cast five sockets of brass for them. <coughs> Chapter 27. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood, five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be four square, and the height thereof shall be three cubits. And thou shalt make the horns of it upon the four corners thereof. His horns shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with brass. And thou shalt make his pans to receive his ashes and his shovels and his basins and his flesh hooks and his fire pans. All the vessels thereof thou shalt make of brass. And thou shalt make it for a grate of network of brass. And upon the net thou shalt make four brass and rings in the four corners thereof. And thou shalt put it under the compass of the altar beneath, that the net may be even to the midst of the altar. And thou shalt make staves for the altar, staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with brass. 
and the staves shall be put into the rings, and the staves shall be upon the two sides of the altar to bear it. Hollow with boards shalt thou make it, as it was shown thee in the mount. So shall they make it. And thou shalt make the court of the tabernacle, for the south side, southward, there shall be hangings for the court of fine twined linen of a hundred cubits long for one side. And the twenty pillars thereof, and their twenty sockets shall be of brass, and the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And likewise for the north side in the length there shall be hangings of a hundred cubits long, and his twenty pillars and their twenty sockets of brass, the hooks of the pillars, and their fine fillets of silver. And for the breadth of the court on the west side shall be hangings of fifty cubits, their pillars ten, and their sockets ten. And the breadth of the court on the east side, eastward, shall be fifty cubits. The hangings of one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. And on the other side shall be hangings fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. And for the gates of the court shall be a hanging of twenty cubits, of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, wrought with needlework, and their pillars shall be four, and their sockets four. All the pillars round about the court shall be filleted with silver, their hooks shall be of silver and their sockets of brass. The length of the court shall be a hundred cubits, and the breadth fifty everywhere, and the height five cubits of fine twined linen, and their sockets of brass. All of the vessels of the tabernacle, in all the service thereof, and all the pins thereof, and all the pins of the court shall be of brass. And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause the lamp to burn always. In the tabernacle of the congregation without the veil, which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall order it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statue forever unto their generations on behalf of the children of Israel. All right. Hmm. I have no idea what the heck Shittimut is. That's just what it says. I, I'm assuming it must be a readily available type of wood or a very rare type of wood. One or the other. Was it a challenge? Was he setting them a challenge? There was a lot of gold in there and silver and brass and very detailed instructions. Or is he making it easy for them? I don't know. I want you to think about what the number 40 means to you. Because I'll tell you, the number 40 has had an insane impact on my life in the past couple of years. But think about it. What does the number 40 mean in your life? Talk about it a bit tonight. So, Liana is coming up next, 905 over on the Pilled, Pilled.net and Rumble, the Liana Wilbert Show. So go check her out. She'll be going all day. She might bring you the news. She might be pissed off. She might be happy. She might play movies. She might play music. You just never know what you're going to get with Liana. We love it. And then uh, Vince, of course, coming up with morning coffee at 1130 on redpills.tv. And of course, here on Rumble on the Red Pill Project. And we will be back, Mick and I, at 5.45 tonight for the pre-show for the Patriot Party Podcast. Pat, uh, Patriot Party Podcast. 
6 p.m. for the start of the show, or of the intro anyway. And, uh, yeah. I am going to go make some antennas, a whole bunch of them. I got a bunch of orders to knock out today because I got to go to my mom's tomorrow. Um, so, y'all want to keep me busy? Go get you some antennas at electrofreedom.com. Grow your plants twice as fast, five times as big with electroculture. I guarantee you they used electroculture when the Bible was written. Anyway, that's it for me all for today. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. I'll see you on the flip side. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? I tell you, I had a uh, a good early morning. My kid's still trying to make up his physics test since I pulled him out of school twice last week. And uh, so we had to get up early. And I got the, well, first I made 30 antennas yesterday, which was pretty awesome. I've got to go to my mom's this morning for a little bit, you know, um, 
So I, I got up and I took a shower and brought the kid to school and took the dogs for a walk. And Seamus decided to chase something I didn't even see through the marsh and drag me off my feet and onto the concrete. Good times. I think I cracked my coccyx. So I'm, uh, the left side of me is hurts a, a little bit. That was with a long sleeve t-shirt and a sweatshirt on. And, um, yeah. So Edward gives me, give me a frequency, Edward, something healing. Otherwise I'll just play this. There we go. Let's turn it down a little bit, though. All right. So, anyway. So, my, yes, exactly, Lindsay. My injury clock has been reset yet again. <laughs> if y'all are not familiar, I generally hurt myself on the daily. So, and I do not have enough cushioning on me anymore. Funny watching that, that ad of, uh, survival essentials even filming that i was probably 20 pounds heavier then than i am now so not enough cushioning for me to hit the concrete anyway so hmm, start with a prayer and by the way this is just a a compilation of all the cephalgio cephalgio whatever frequencies healing frequencies god's music so, start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for giving me the strength and energy to get through today and get everything done that I need to get done. Thank you for my animals, even when they're idiots. They do love this beautiful, fresh chill in the air. Gets their spirits up for sure. Thank you for my children who are mostly wonderful, even the teenager, occasionally. Thank you for my amazing husband, who's so supportive, and my parents, who are also so supportive, and my family, my friends, and all of you that are listening to me. Thank you. Thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life. So get started. All good, Edward. No worries. If you remember yesterday, we were reading very, very detailed instructions on how to build the Ark of the Covenant. Exactly how with Shittim wood, which apparently is a type of Akasha. Life of Brian and I looked it up at the end of the show um, in the outro. So it's a type of a red Akasha wood specifically. So, um, so the second book of Moses called Exodus chapter 27. No, sorry. Chapter 28. Chapter 28. And take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office, even Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. And thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother for glory and for beauty, 
and thou shalt speak unto all that are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, and an ephod, and a robe, and a broidered coat, a mitre, and a girdle. And they shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brothers and his sons, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And they shall take gold and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen. And they shall make the ephod of gold, of blue, and of purple, of scarlet and fine twined linen with cunning work. And it shall have the two shoulder pieces thereof joined at the two edges thereof. And so it shall be joined together. And the curious girdle of the ephod, which is upon it, shall be of the same according to the work thereof, even of gold, of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen. And thou shalt take two onyx stones, and grave on them the names of the children of Israel, six of their names on one stone, and the other six names on the rest of the other stone, according to their birth. With the work of an engraver in stone, like an engravings of a signet, shalt thou engrave the two stones with the names of the children of Israel. Thou shalt make them to be set in uches of gold. And then thou shalt put the two stones upon the shoulders of the ephod for stones of memorial unto the children of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord upon his two shoulders for a memorial. And thou shalt make ouches of gold and two chains of pure gold at the ends of wreathen work shalt thou make them, and fasten the wreathen chains to the ouches. And thou shalt make the breastplate of judgment with cunning work. After the work of the ephod thou shalt make it, of gold, of blue and of purple, and of scarlet, and of fine twined linen shalt thou make it. Four square it shall be, being doubled. A span shall be the length thereof, and a span shall be the breadth thereof. And thou shalt set it in settings of stones, even four rows of stones, the first row shall be a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncle. This shall be the first row. And the second row shall be an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. And on the fourth row, a barrel, an onyx, and a jasper. And they shall be set in gold in their enclosings. And the stones shall be with the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet. Every one with his name shall they be according to the twelve tribes. And thou shalt make upon the breastplate chains at the end of the wreathen work of pure gold. And thou shalt make upon the breastplate two rings of gold, and shall put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. And thou shalt put the two wreathen chains of gold in the two rings which are on the ends of the breastplate. And the other two ends of the wreathen chains thou shalt fasten in the two ouches and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. And thou shalt make two rings of gold and thou shalt put them upon the two ends of the breastplate in the border thereof, which is in the side of the ephod inward. And two other rings of gold thou shalt make and shalt put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath, towards the forepart thereof, over against the other coupling thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they shall bind the breastplate by the rings thereof onto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it may be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the breastplate be not loosed from the ephod. And Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment upon his heart, 
where he goeth in unto the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. And thou shalt put in the breastplate of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be upon Aaron's heart when he goeth in before the Lord. And Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel upon his heart before the Lord continually. And thou shalt make the road robe of the ephod all of blue, and there shall be a hole in the top of it, in the midst thereof. It shall have a binding of woven work around the hole of it, as it were the hole of a habergon, that it not be rent. And beneath, upon the hem of it, thou shalt make the pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet round about the hem thereof, and bells of gold between them round about, a golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. And his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord. And when he cometh out, that he die not. And thou shalt make it a plate of pure gold, engrave upon it, like the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And thou shalt put it on a blue lace, that it may be upon the mitre, upon the forefront front of the mitre it shall be. And it shall be upon Aaron's forehead, that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel shall hallow in all their holy gifts. And it shall be always upon his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. And thou shalt embroider the coat of fine linen, and thou shalt make the mitre of fine linen, and thou shalt make the girdle of needlework. And for Aaron's sons, thou shalt make coats, and thou shalt make them for girdles, and bonnets shalt thou make for them, for glory and for beauty. And thou shalt put them upon Aaron thy brother, and his sons with him, and shall anoint them, and consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt make them linen breeches to cover their nakedness. From the loins, even unto the thighs, they shall reach. And they shall be upon Aaron, and upon his sons, when they come in unto the tabernacle of the congregation, or when they come near unto the altar to minister in the holy place, that they bear not iniquity and die. It shall be a statue forever unto him and his seed after him. Chapter 29. And this is the thing that thou shalt do unto them to hollow them, to minister unto me in the priest's office. Take one young bullock and two rams without blemish, and unleavened bread and cakes unleavened tempered with oil, and wafers unleavened anointed with oil, of wheat and flour shalt thou make them. And thou shalt put them into one basket and bring them in the basket with the bullock and the two rams. And Aaron and his sons thou shalt bring unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shall wash them with water. And thou shalt take the garments and put upon Aaron the coat and the robe of the ephod, and the ephod, and the breastplate, and gird him with the curious girdle of the ephod. And thou shalt put the mitre upon his head, and put the holy crown upon the mitre. Then thou shalt take the anointing oil, and pour it upon his head, and anoint him. And thou shalt bring his sons, and put coats upon them. And thou shalt gird them with the girdles, Aaron and his sons, and put the bonnets on them. And the priest's office shall be theirs for a perpetual statute. And thou shalt consecrate Aaron and his sons. And thou shalt cause a bullock to be brought before the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron and his sons shall put his hands upon the head of the bullock. 
and thou shalt kill the bullock before the Lord by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt take the blood of the bullock and put it upon the horns of the altar with thy finger and pour all the blood beside the bottom of the altar. And thou shalt take all the fat that covereth the innards and the caul that is above the liver and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them and burn them upon the altar. But the flesh of the bullock and his skin and his dung shall thou burn with fire without the camp. It is a sin offering. Thou shalt also take one ram, and Aaron and his son shall put their hands upon the head of the ram. And thou shalt slay the ram, and thou shalt take his blood and sprinkle it round about upon the altar. And thou shalt cut the ram in pieces, and wash the inwards of him and his legs, and put them into his pieces and unto his head. And thou shalt burn the whole ram upon the altar. It is a burnt offering unto the Lord. It is a sweet savor, an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And thou shalt take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall put them, put their hands upon the head of the ram. Then thou, then shalt thou kill the ram, and take of his blood, and put it upon the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and stand upon and upon the tip of the right ear of his sons, and upon the thumb of their right hand, and upon the great toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. And thou shalt take of the blood that is upon the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it upon Aaron, and upon his garments, and upon his sons, and upon the garments of his sons with him. And he shall be hallowed, and his garments and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. And thou shalt take of the ram, the fat, and the rump, and the fat that covereth the inwards, and the call above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, and the right shoulder. For it is a ram of consecration, and one loaf of bread, and one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of the unleavened bread that is before the Lord. And thou shalt put all in the hands of Aaron, and in the hands of his sons, and shalt wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And thou shalt receive them of their hands, and burn them upon the altar for a burnt offering, for a sweet savor before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And thou shalt take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration, and wave it for a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be thy part. And thou shalt sanctify the breast of the wave offering on the shoulder of the heave offering, which is waved and which is heaved up of the ram of the consecration, even of that which is for Aaron, and of that which is for his sons. And it shall be Aaron's and his sons by a statute forever from the children of Israel, for it is an heave offering. And it shall be an heave offering from the children of Israel of the sacrifice of their peace offerings, even their heave offering unto the Lord. And the holy garments of Aaron shall be his sons after him, to be anointed therein and to be consecrated in them. And that son that his priest in his stead shall put them on seven days when he cometh into the tabernacle of the congregation to minister in the holy place. And thou shalt take the ram of the consecration and seethe his flesh in the holy place. And Aaron and his sons shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they shall eat those things wherewith the atonement was made to consecrate and to sanctify them but a stranger shall not eat thereof because they are holy. And if aught of the flesh of the consecrations or of the bread remain unto the morning, then thou shalt burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. 
and thus shall that shall thou do unto Aaron and to his sons according to all things which I have commanded thee. Seven days shall thou consecrate them, and thou shalt offer every day a bullock for a sin offering for atonement, and thou shalt cleanse the altar when thou hast made an atonement for it, and thou shalt anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days thou shalt make an atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and it shall be an altar most holy. Whatsoever touchest the altar shall be holy. Now this is that which thou shalt offer upon the altar, two lambs of the first year day by day continually. The one lamb thou shalt offer in the morning, the other lamb thou shalt offer at even. And with the one lamb a tenth deal of flour mingled with the fourth part of a hin of beaten oil and the fourth part of a hin of wine for a drink offering. And the other lamb thou shalt offer it even and shall do thereto according to the meat offering of the morning and according to the drink offering thereof for a sweet savor, an offering made by fire unto the Lord. This shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord will I, where I will meet you to speak there unto thee. And there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. And I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar. I will sanctify also both Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God that brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Chapter 30. And thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon. Of shittim wood shalt thou make it. A cubit shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof. Four square shall it be. And two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, the top thereof, and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof. And thou shalt make it onto a crown of gold round about. And two golden rings shalt thou make it under the crown of it, by the two corners thereof. Upon the two sides of it shalt thou make it. And they shall be for places for the staves to bear it withal. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony, before the mercy seat that is over the testimony, where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. Where he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighteth the lamps at even, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. He shall offer no strange incense thereon, nor burnt sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall ye pour drink their offering thereon. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonements. Once in the year shall he make atonements upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord. When thou numberest them, that there be no plague among them, when thou numberest them. 
This they shall give every one that passeth among them that are numbered half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. Shekel is 20 garifs, garas. A half shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. Every one that passeth among them that are numbered from 20 years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. The rich shall not give more and the poor shall not give less than half a shekel when they give an offering unto the Lord to make an atonement for your souls. And thou shalt take the atonement money of the children of Israel and shall appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of brass, to wash withal. And thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put it shall put water therein. For Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet thereat. When they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water, that they die not. Or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet that they die not. And it shall be a statute forever to meet them, even to him and to his seed throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take thou also unto thee principal spices, of pure myrrh five hundred shekels, and of sweet cinnamon half so much, even two hundred and fifty shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of olive oil and hin, and thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be a holy anointing oil. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony and the table, and all his vessels, and the candlestick in his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering, with all his vessels, and the laver in his foot. And thou shalt sanctify them, that they be most holy. Whatsoever touches them shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, this shall be a holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. Upon man's flesh shall it not be poured, neither shall ye make any other like it after the composition of it. It is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whomsoever compoundeth any like it, or whosoever putteth any of it upon a stranger, shall even be cut off from his people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, stacte, and ankya, and galbanum, these sweet spices with pure frankincense. Of each there shall be a like weight, and thou shalt make it a perfume, a confection after the art of the apothecary, tempered together, pure and holy. And thou shalt beat some of it very small, and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation, where I will meet with thee. It shall be unto you, most holy. And as for the perfume which you shall make, ye shall not make to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whosoever make like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people. Hmm. Interesting. 
We'll talk a little bit about some of the, the holy anointing oil tonight. Because there's a, uh, a whole different theory around that. About what's actually in it. So, anyway. We'll talk about that tonight at the Patriot Party Podcast at 5.15. Because it's an early show today. As Josh comes up at 8 instead of 8.30. Yeah, so 5.15 tonight for the pre-show, 5.30 for the start of the regular show tonight. Of course, Liana's coming up next, like right about now, because I ran a little late. Sorry, Liana, it happens. And uh, yeah, that is it for me. Wish me luck getting everything done. Oh, yeah, I'm doing an interview on Forbidden Knowledge News today about electroculture. So wish me luck on that. And of course, I'll post it when we're done. And you can always go check out the website, electrofreedom.com and save 20% with promo code Wolfpack just for our listeners. 20% promo code Wolfpack at electrofreedom.com. Keep me busy and working and on my feet because it really hurts to sit down. Good thing I don't sit down much. Anyway, y'all have a great day. I will see you on the flip side. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Yes, Latanya, we definitely go for the God thing this morning. <laughs> oh, first let's put some uh, 639 up. No, I don't give a shit about your U tab. Let's see what we got here. Mm-hmm. 639 hertz, pure positive love energy. Sounds good to me. Okay, turn this mic down a little bit. There we go. All right. So, good morning, everyone. Uh, yes, I know Latanya had a lot of questions. And I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of questions about a comment that I made last night regarding there being more than one God. All right. There is more than one God. It says it out, lays it out in the Bible. Now, let me let me give you all a little how I came to this. Didn't start with me, obviously. Polytheism has been a long a thing for a long time. But understanding that there's more than one God is different from worshiping more than one God. Okay. I worship the Lord God, the one true Lord God. But there are many other gods. I understand that. The Bible tells us so. So I first started down this path. Actually, on my way to see Justin, when Mick and I were going out for to go to the border. And I was listening to a podcast, uh, Sarah Westall's show, Business Game Changers, and she had brought back an episode that she had recorded a couple of years before, or she had brought back a, a, a guest that she had recorded with a couple of years before, and the previous episode had been completely wiped. Very similar to the first episode that Mick and I did about um, our first interaction with Gabriel that was entirely wiped. We went on a uh, 
um, and white Patriot. And it was almost entirely wiped. But I think the only place you can find it now is on Odyssey. But anyway, it even, it even got wiped from Podbean. Same thing happened to Sarah Westall. She had uh, Mauro Biglino on. So Mauro Biglino is a, he's Italian. He's a translator for the Vatican, or he was a translator for the Vatican. And he was tasked with translating the original Bible from Aramaic, Hebrew, um, and then into Italian, then it's English. So Mauro Biglino came to the understanding in the original translation that there's more than one God. And he lays this out. He lays this out in his, in his, in the interview that he did with Sarah and in his books, he's written quite a few of them. Elohim means gods, plural. And it's used in the Bible as gods. But even just reading the Bible as we read it, and that is one of the many reasons why I wanted to read this. So we see it right from the beginning. And I've pointed it out to you as we've gone. When they switch from talking about God to the Lord God, that is a very definitive distinction. When the Lord God says that you shall put no other gods before me, he is acknowledging that there are other gods. All right? The Bible talks about other gods the entire way through. We've just been trained not to see it because how many people sit down and read the Bible front to back without any preconceived notions, without anybody having told them what, it, what it's supposed to mean their entire lives. So I wanted to come at it with fresh eyes, with a fresh perspective and read it for what it is, for what I see it as, for what I read it telling me. And that is what I see. Again, there is but one Lord God. There is one main God, one source, source, God, right? He is the source of everything. But we know that God had sons, at least one, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word. And in the beginning, there was the word, and the word was God. Remember that. But then we find out that Jesus Christ was the word. Does that make Jesus Christ a God? Well, he is a son of a God. So yes, that makes him a God. That's how that works. If you are the son of a God, you are a God. Are they equal to their father? in power and omnipotence? No, of course not. Are they still gods in their own right? Absolutely. But the sons of God are different from the sons of man, as the sons of man are talked about in the Bible as well. So. Lasagna says, okay, we speak the Lord's name, but then we hear the Lord Father has a name. Both are not the same name. The father told us his name and then we gave him a name. That is true. 
Do you know what the Lord God's name is? Here, I'll say it for you. That is the Lord God's name. Let me do it again. Every breath you take, you are speaking God's name. No vowels, no consonants. That is the Lord God's name. With every breath you take, you say his name. You can call him whatever you want. But everybody says God's name every every moment that they are alive. So. Life of Brian, I use the word Lord because the Bible, this Bible that I'm reading uses the word Lord and it uses it very distinctly to distinguish the Lord God from other gods. You can see it when you read it. Latanya, yes, and what is the meaning behind the name he gave us? It's a great question. He gave us consonants with no vowels. We added the vowels because we need vowels. We like vowels. We can't have any words without vowels. We can't say them. We can only breathe them. That is the Lord God's name. So, I hope that clears up some confusion. Or maybe it creates more. It's a difficult thing to accept. It's a difficult concept to come to. To come around to. It's difficult to break the chains that bind you, that bind your mind. The preconceived notions that have been laid out for us for our entire lives. People telling us what to think, what to believe, what to read, what to say. Priests, teachers, parents, children. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you don't hate your parents and you don't hate your children, you can't come to me. Did he mean hate them? No. He meant you have to think for yourself. He meant that you have to break the chains that bind your mind. And I know we haven't gotten to that part of the Bible yet in this show, but we did read Jesus' primary teachings last Sunday on True Spiracy. So, anyway. So, it's our prayer. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for enabling me to see things from a different perspective. For giving me the ability to turn things on their head and inspect them from all angles and see through the things that aren't real and discern the truth. Thank you for my friends and family. Thank you for all of the people that listen to us, that have traveled this journey, this path towards you with us. Thank you for my animals who keep me sane. 
Even when the dogs try and drop me, they're not getting walked today until Mick comes home, by the way. And thank you for life. Every single day. Thank you for life. Thank you for all of my friends that are letting me come on their shows and talk about electroculture and our new business. In the last week I was on uh, Charlie Robinson TNT radio show. And then last night, late last night, um, dropped an episode on Forbidden Knowledge News. Heather and I did. That was very cool. It was a fun show. Charlie and Chris, I met them both in person, actually at the same time. And uh, they're both fantastic people. Great energy. Good, open thinkers. I love it. Thank you, God, for bringing people like that into my life. You know, I think that especially these days, he puts people in our path. There are intersections of people in our lives because those people are a very, very important part in whatever tangential way of what you are supposed to be doing. They're there to help you for the most part. Sometimes they're there to try and stop you and you need to understand the difference. Stay forward, stay focused. You have to keep moving forward. You cannot look back or you'll end up like Lot's wife, a pillar of salt. Don't do that. Keep moving forward. Remember, there is no end. Gotta keep moving forward. So, let's get started. If you remember yesterday, Moses and Aaron are up with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights, and yesterday they got very detailed instructions on how the priestly robes for Aaron's family should be constructed, and that Aaron's family would be the priests. Handed down from generation to generation. So, the second book of Moses called Exodus, chapter 31. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezael, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship, to devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass, and in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And I, behold, have given with him Aholiab, the son of Asimach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee the tabernacle of the congregation, the ark of the testimony, and the mercy seat that is thereupon, and all the furniture of the tabernacle, and the table and his furniture, and the pure candlestick with all his furniture, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his furniture, and the layer and his foot, and all the cloths of service, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest, 
and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office and the anointing oil and sweet incense for the holy place. According to all that I have commanded, these shall they do. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily my Sabbaths ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. Ye shall keep the Sabbath therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations, for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone, written with the finger of God. Chapter 32. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said upon, unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people, which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold it, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God, and said, Lord, why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power? and with a mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak for say, for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self and saidest unto them, I will multiply your seeds as the stars of heaven and all this land that I have spoken of, I will give unto your seed and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. 
And Moses turned and went down from the mount, and the two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both their sides, and on the one side and on the other were they written. And the tables were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tables. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands, and brake them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made, and burnt it in the fire, and ground it to powder, and strawed it upon the water, and made the children of Israel drink of it. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people unto thee, that thou hast brought them to so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people. That they are set on mischief. For they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And I said unto them, Whosoever hath any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me. And I cast it into the fire, and there came out this calf. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay every man his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow, bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, Ye have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord. Peradventure, I shall make an atonement for your sin. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now... If that will forgive their sin. And if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book, which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, mine angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf, which Aaron made. Aaron, who was supposed to be a priest. He was. Just for a different God. Like another God tried to take advantage. Because he said he threw all of their gold into the fire and out popped this calf. <laughs> 
crazy, huh? Anyway. Hmm. A lot to think on there. So. Liana's coming up next at 9.05, both on pilled.net and here on Rumble, the Liana Wilbert Show. Go check it out. She might do the news. She might do me music. She might play a movie. She might just play regular music. You never know these days because honestly, we've all kind of been like, we're done with the news. We're done with the whole thing. I'd rather do this all day. And then as I'm going to do, go out and make antennas all day. So, um, yeah. Then, of course, Mick and I will be back tonight at 545 for the Patriot Party podcast. 6 p.m. for the start of the actual show. Well, 6.10 for the start of the actual show after all the intros done through. Um, and we'll, you know, talk about the news there. So, yay. Anyway, I do love our shows. So thank you all for watching. Of course, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Latanya, I appreciate you asking. Please, if you have any questions about anything that I say, about my perspective, about electroculture, ask. You cannot offend me. It is literally not possible. You cannot offend me with a question. So anyway, thank you all for watching and uh, listening. I'll see you on the flip side. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Turn that down a little bit. There we go. Can you guys hear that? Okay. Oh. Yeah, Wix. We did get some big roosters in that group, didn't we? I had a rooster. My favorite, actually. We call him Jack. Ginger Jack. He's a big ginger boy. Um, buff. Orpington mixed with something else. He's got a little bit of black in his tail and a, a white feather under his wing, under one wing. He's very cool looking. Um, orange and red. And uh, he's a big boy. He did not want to come in last night. He was on top of the enclosure and he did not want to come in. So uh, he stayed up there last night. And he was fine. He was still up there this morning. Couldn't get him down. They're big roosters. Wix has one too. One of the roosters from the, the ones that we got from Zion, who's occasionally in here in the mornings. So they are all so beautiful. Such beautiful birds. I love, love the coloring. I mean, there's something to be said for uh, purebred birds, but man, you know, those backyard barnyard mixes are, you get some gorgeous colorations with them. Anyway, we do love our chickens because 
they, uh, I tell you, the chickens have had a quite an amazing, at least, um, amazing to me, effect on my journey closer to God on my path. The chickens have been a big part of it. They helped me realize that you can talk to more animals than just dogs, cats, and horses. Almost everyone can talk to dogs, cats, and horses, right? But when you get chickens, you realize that, you know, you can send them pictures in your head. Like, I'll move a rock and I'll see a whole bunch of bugs underneath and I know the chickens will love them. And I'll just kind of broadcast out a picture of the bugs under the rock. And they come running, the chickens, every time. They come running. There might not be any chickens anywhere near me, but they come running. You learn how to talk to chickens. And that opens you up to talking to all kinds of things. It's a different frequency. We talked about frequency and ascension a bit last night on the Patriot Party podcast. And, uh, hmm, the chickens are a big part of it. And then you listen to them talk to each other, and they most definitely talk to each other, both verbally and non-verbally. But listening to them talk to each other verbally, they are hysterical and they sound like dinosaurs because they are. Like chickens are the closest things to dinosaurs around. They're a lot of fun. They're hysterically funny and stupid as all get out. And uh, charming, great therapy animals. Anyway, enough about chickens. I've come to realize, you know, I start the show every day and I don't introduce myself or the show. Maybe that's better because it's not about me. It's about the word. Life of Brian, if I could send a rooster to you in Canada, I would be more than happy to do so because I have like 12 of them. <laughs> you can come get one. It's a long trip home though. And they're kind of pissy about live animals crossing international borders. Yeah. Yeah, Wix, you're right. Liam is right. They are, they're dumb and they know things all at the same time. <laughs> they're very funny. So Mick is concerned that the roosters, as they're growing up, are going to start fighting, like fighting and killing each other. Um, but I don't, I don't think so because they all basically came from the same litter as it were right the same hatching um or close enough that it didn't matter and they they'll fight you know they puff up at each other and uh it's fun to watch but they've not gotten to the point of actually killing each other although maybe that's why ginger jack stayed up on top of the enclosure last night because maybe he didn't want to deal with it who knows anyway Start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for my chickens. Thank you for showing me the path, continually putting signs in my way to let me know the way. And for the ability to be able to see and recognize those signs. Thank you for my children 
and my amazing husband and all my friends and family and everyone listening more people watch us every day more people listen to your word every day thank you God thank you for life thank you for giving me the strength and energy to get through everything I need to do today please God give me the strength and energy to get me through everything I need to do today thank you for life every day thank you for life so let's get into it if you remember yesterday Moses was up on the mount with God God sent him back down to the people and he was really angry because the people at Aaron's direction had taken off all their golden things and thrown them in the fire and a golden calf popped out and they started worshiping it. God wanted to slay them all and Moses talked him down. And then Moses went down the hill and he saw what the people had done with his own eyes and he got so angry that he wanted to slay them all and Aaron talked him down. So Moses just slew 3,000 men for disobeying God. Hmm. So the second book of Moses called Exodus. Chapter 33. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart, and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed I will give it, and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned. And no man did put him on his ornaments. For the Lord had said unto Moses, Say unto the children of Israel, Ye are a stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of thee in a moment, and consume thee. Therefore now put off thy ornaments from thee, that I may know what to do unto thee. And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by the Mount Horeb. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that every one which sought the Lord went out onto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out onto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudly pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand up at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped 
every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaking unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us up, not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Chapter 34 And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables, which thou breakest. And be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with me, with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor herds feed before that mount. And he hewed two tables of stone unto, like unto the first. And Moses rode up early in the morning, went up unto Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hands the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving inequity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the inequity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children, unto the third and to the fourth generation." And Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And he said, 
If now I have found grace in thy sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, go among us. For it is a stiff-necked people. And pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant. Before all thy people I will do marvels, such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord. For it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Observe thou that which I command thee this day. Behold, I drive out before thee the Amorite, and the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land whither thou goest, lest it be for a snare in the midst of thee. But ye shall destroy their altars, break their images, and cut down their groves. For thou shalt worship no other god. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a-whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods, and one call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice, and thou take of their daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go a-whoring after their gods, and they make thy, thy sons go a-whoring after their gods. Thou shalt make thee no molten gods. The feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee, in the time of the month of Abib. For in the month of Abib thou camest out from Egypt. And all that openeth the matrix is mine. And every firstling among thy cattle whether ox or sheep, that is male. But the firstling of an ass, thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All the firstborn of thy sons, thou shalt redeem. And none shall appear before me empty. Six days thou shalt work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest. In earing time and in harvest thou shalt rest, and thou shalt observe the feast of weeks, of the first fruits of wheat harvest, and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. Thrice in the year shall all your men children appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before thee, and enlarge thy borders, neither shall any man desire thy land when thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year. Thou shalt not offer the blood sacrifice, the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover be left unto the morning. The first of the first fruits of thy land thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write thou these words, for after the tenor of these words I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. And he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. 
And he wrote upon the tables of the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass, when Moses came down from the Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the Mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with them. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone. And they were afraid to come nigh. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him. And Moses talked with them. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh. And he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake unto the children of Israel that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, saw that the skin of Moses' face shone, and Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went in to speak with him. Hmm. That's it for today. Liana's coming up next. To think about what the Lord God told Moses. Do not let infiltrators come into your land, into your society. And here we are. So. <sighs> I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed day. I think I am going to. I'm debating right now between walking the dogs individually or waiting for Mick to get home to walk them this afternoon. I think I'm probably going to go that route because I'm still in pretty significant pain where Seamus dropped me the other day and his new collar hasn't come in yet. His control collar. So we'll wait on that. I thank God for, again, giving me the strength and energy to get through everything I need to do today. I'm getting rid of my pain while I do it. So... Liana's coming up next, I believe. Uh, Life of Brian, I spoke with her last night on W7. She will be playing Jupiter Ascension for us. I'm very excited. She was looking for a movie to pair with it. Don't know what that is. We're skipping the news today. It's all stupid anyway. You know, war, rumors of war. We just read the news in the Bible, in case you hadn't figured that out. So... Um, yeah, of course, Mick and I will be back tonight on the Patriot Party podcast at 545 for the pre-show, the musical interlude, Liana's Lounge, 6 p.m. for the start of the show, 610 for the start of the real show, because we have a pretty long intro. It's all good, though. And, uh, yeah. And if you don't like the movie 
or whatever, you can pop in and check out Vince on Morning Coffee as well on the Red Pill Project at 11.30. So stuff lined up for you all day today. I hope that reading kept you going through the day, though. So y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. And I will see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Good morning. What is going on here? How's everyone doing this morning? Hmm. All right. Mick spilled beer on the keyboard last night. And I, it is doing all kinds of crazy stuff now. Showing names where it shouldn't. Popping up screens where it shouldn't. I'm going to have to take it apart and clean it today. I would wait for the teenager to come home and do it because he's much better at it. I'll make Mick do it because he's the one that spilled the beer. So it's okay though. Oh, I'm dragging a bit this morning. I don't know about y'all. I was super productive yesterday and it occurred to me this morning that every morning here during my prayer on the days that I asked God for the strength and energy to help me get everything done that I need to get done for the day, I always get it. I'm always super productive. And on the days that I forget to ask, I drag all day. Hardly ever get anything. I mean, hardly get anything done. I mean, I get a lot done, but compared to those productive days, um, we got caught up on orders yesterday. I have one left that came in two days ago which means now we're working for the future, which is fantastic. I like working for the future. I don't see Edward in here this morning. So I made an executive decision for 852 hertz for the background music. Let go of fear, overthinking, and worries. Cleanse any destructive energy. 
So turning that up a little bit. There we go. So let's say our prayer. Dear God, thank you for giving me the strength and energy to get through today and do everything that I need to do and some things that I want to do. It's always important to do some things that you want to do as well as the things that you need to do. Because a lot of times those things that you're drawn to that you want to do are a part of your path, signs from God that you're supposed to follow, information that you're supposed to gain, knowledge that you're supposed to learn, understanding that you're supposed to achieve to get you where you need to be. God, please watch over our friend Anna, our dear friend Griff's wife. She's undergoing surgery right now as we speak. She's under the knife. We pray, pray, pray that you keep a close eye on her. Make sure she's safe and healthy. She comes through this stronger than ever before so that she can support our amazing grift. So, thank you for my animals, for my beautiful children, for my amazing husband, for my friends and my family, and for all of y'all that are listening. There's more every day tuning in. I love it. As is in the end of that Dax video, the sixth sign is the spread of the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's what we are. That's what we're doing here. We're spreading the gospel to the ends of the earth. It's a good thing. So, we'll get started. PM, PM, my, uh, my rear is feeling a little better. A little bit. I didn't sit down much yesterday, so that helps. So, and Zach, if you're going to be in our neck of the woods this weekend, you better come see us. That applies to all y'all. Honestly, if you're ever in this Savannah area, passing through, needs to make a pit stop, you know, we're right off the highway going from, going down to Florida. Um, Head us up. Come see us. We're old school. We like to meet people in person. Put a face to a name on the screen. It's important. I was very recently told that we need to congregate. Really congregate. We need to come together. So, please, come see us. Hit us up. If you don't have mixed number already, which I think you might, um, email us. mickvlynn at gmail.com. M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N at gmail.com. We're always happy to host you. So. And we've always got some project going on. We're always happy for an extra pair of hands. <laughs> Just kidding, but not really. So. If you remember yesterday. Moses went back up the mount to the Lord. And he got a second set of commandments and he came down 
And he went into the tabernacle and the people saw the hand of the Lord on him, that he was glowing. So. The second book of Moses called Exodus chapter 35. And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said unto them, These are the words which the Lord hath commanded, that ye should do them. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you an holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whosoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. Ye shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it, an offering of the Lord, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair, and ram skins dyed red, and badgered skins, and shittim wood, and oil for the light, and spices for anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, and onyx stones, and stones to be set for the ephod, and for the breastplate. And every wise-hearted among you shall come, and make all that the Lord hath commanded, the tabernacle, his tent, and his covering, his tashes, and his board, his bars, his pillars, and his sockets, the ark and the staves thereof, with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the table and his staves and all his vessels, and the showbread, the candlestick also for the light, and his furniture and his lamps, with the oil for the light, and the incense altar and his staves and the anointing oil and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the door at the entering, entering in of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with his brazen gate, his staves, and all his vessels, the laver and his foot, the hangings of the court, his pillars and their sockets, and the hanging for the door of the court, the pins of the tabernacle and the pins of the court and their cords, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whose spirit made willing. And they brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation and for all his servants and for the holy garments. And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought bracelets and earrings and rings and tablets, all jewels of gold, and every man that offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. And every man with whom was found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and red skins of rams and badger skins brought them. Every one that did offer Offer an offering of silver and brass, brought the Lord's offering. And every man with whom was found shittim wood for any work of the service, brought it. And all the women that were wise-hearted did spin with their hands, and brought that which they had spun, both of blue and of purple and of scarlet and of fine linen, 
and all the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom spun goat's hair. And the rulers brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate and spice and oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord, every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work, which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, and to devise curious works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass, and in all the cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of wood to make any manner of cunning work. And he hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Asimach, of the tribe of Dan. Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work, of the engraver, and of the cunning workman, and of the embroiderer, in blue and in purple, in scarlet and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any work, and of those that devise cunning work. Chapter 36 Then wrought Bezalel and Aholiab, and every wise-hearted man, in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord had commanded. And Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab, and every wise-hearted man, in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even every one whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work to do it. And they received of Moses all the offering, which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary, to make it withal. And they brought yet unto him free offerings every morning. And all the wise men that wrought all the work of the sanctuary came every man from his work which they made. And they spake unto Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded to make. And Moses gave commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it, and too much. And every wise-hearted man among them that wrought the work of the tabernacle made ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet. With cherubims of cunning work he made them. The length of one curtain was twenty and eight cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. The curtains were all of one size. Then he coupled the five curtains one onto another, and the other five curtains he coupled one onto another. And he made loops of blue on the edge of one curtain from the selvage in the coupling. Likewise, he made in the uttermost side of another curtain in the coupling of the second. Fifty loops made he in one curtain, and fifty loops made he in the edge of the curtain, which was in the coupling of the second. The loops held one curtain to another. And he made fifty tashes of gold and coupled the curtains one onto another with the tashes. So it became one tabernacle. And he made curtains of goat's hair for the tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains he made them. 
The length of one curtain was 30 cubits, and four cubits was the breadth of one curtain. The 11 curtains were of one size. And he coupled five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. And he made 50 loops upon the uttermost edge of the curtain in the coupling, and 50 loops made he upon the edge of the curtain which coupleth the second. And he made 50 tashes of brass to couple the tent together so that it might be one. And he made a covering for the tent of ram skin dyed red and covering of badger skin above that. And he made boards for the tabernacle of shittim wood standing up. And the length of a board was 10 cubits and the breadth of a board one cubit and a half. And one board had two tenons equally distant from one another. Thus did he make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And he made boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards for the south side southward, and 40 sockets of silver he made under the 20 boards, two sockets under one board for his two tenons, and two sockets under another board for his two tenons. And for the other side of the tabernacle, which is toward the north corner, he made 20 boards, and there 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. And for the sides of the tabernacle westward, he made six boards. And two boards made he for the corners of the tabernacle in the two sides. And they were coupled beneath and coupled together at the head thereof to one ring. Thus he did to both of them in both corners. And there were eight boards and their sockets were 16 sockets of silver under every board, two sockets. And he made boards of shittim wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle for the sides westward. And he made the middle bar to shoot through the boards from one end to the other. And he overlaid the boards with gold and made their rings of gold to be places for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. And he made a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen with cherubims made he it of cunning work. And he made thereunto four pillars of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold. And he cast for them four sockets of silver. And he made an hanging for the tabernacle door of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen of needlework and the five pillars of it with their hooks. And he overlaid their chapters and their fillets with gold, but their five sockets were of brass. Chapter 37. And Bezalel made the ark of shittim wood. Two cubits and a half was the length of it, and a cubit and a half the breadth of it, and a cubit and a half the height of it. And he overlaid it with pure gold within and without, and he made a crown of gold to it round about. And he cast for it four rings of gold to be set by the four corners of it, even two rings upon the one side of it, and two rings upon the other side of it. And he made staves of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark to bear the ark. And he made the mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half was the length thereof, and one cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And he made two cherubims of gold, beaten out of one piece made he them, on the two ends of the mercy seat, one cherub on the end of this side, and another cherub on the end of that side. Out of the mercy seat he made the cherubims on the two ends thereof. And the cherubims spread out their wings on high and covered with their wings over the mercy seat with their faces one to another. Even to the mercy seatward were the faces of the cherubims. And he made the table of shittim wood. Two cubits was the length thereof and a cubit the breadth thereof. 
and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made thereunto a crown of gold round about. Also he made thereunto a border of an hand breadth round about and made a crown of gold for the border thereof round about. And he cast for it four rings of gold and put the rings upon the four corners that were in the four feet thereof. Over against the border were the rings, the places for the staves to bear the table. And he made the staves of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold to bear the table. And he made the vessels which were upon the table, his dishes and his spoons and his bowls and his covers to cover with all of pure gold. And he made the candlestick of pure gold, a beaten work made he the candlestick, his shaft and his branch, his bowls, his knobs, his flowers were of the same and six branches going out of the sides thereof, three branches of the candlestick out of one side thereof, and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side thereof, three bowls made after the fashion of almonds in one branch, a knob and a flower, and three bowls made like almonds in another branch, a knob and a flower, so throughout the six branches going out of the candlestick. And in the candlestick were four bowls made like almonds, his knobs and his flowers, and a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, according to the six branches going out of it. Their knobs and their branches were of the same. All of it was one beaten work of pure gold. And he made his seven lamps and his snuffers and his snuff dishes of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold he made he it, and all the vessels thereof. And he made the incense altar of shittim wood. The length of it was a cubit, and the breadth of it a cubit. It was four square and two cubits was the height of it. The horns thereof were of the same, and he overlaid it with pure gold. Both the top of it and the sides thereof round about, and the horns of it. Also he made onto it a crown of gold round about. And he made two rings of gold for it under the crown thereof, by the two corners of it, upon the two sides thereof, to be places for the staves to bear it withal. And he made the staves of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. And he made the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices, according to the work of the apothecary. We have three more chapters to go to come to the end of this book of book two of Exodus. <coughs> what do you all think we go a little long today and finish it? And good news, Anna just came out of surgery and is in recovery. The surgeon said everything went perfectly. Thank you, God. Let's keep going just for a little bit. Sorry, Liana. Liana's playing movies today, but you know, her intro goes for a while, so it's okay. Everyone always goes in a little late to the movies, so you miss the opening credits anyway. Chapter 38. And he made the altar of burnt offering of shittim wood. Five cubits was the length thereof, and five cubits the breadth thereof. It was four square, and three cubits the height thereof. And he made the horns thereof on the four corners of it. The horns thereof were of the same, and he overlaid it with brass. 
And he made all the vessels of the altar, the pots and the shovels and the basins and the flesh hooks and the fire pans. All the vessels thereof made he of brass. And he made for the altar a brazen grate of network under the compass thereof beneath into the midst of it. And he cast four rings for the four ends of the grate of brass to be places for the staves. And he made the staves of shittim wood and overlaid them with brass. And he put the staves into the rings on the side of the altar to bear it withal. And he made the altar hollow with boards. And he made the laver of brass and the foot of it of brass of the looking glass of the woman assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he made the court on the south side southward, the hangings of the court were of two fine twined linen, a hundred cubits. Their pillars were 20 and their brazen sockets 20 and the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the north side, the hangings were an hundred cubits. Their pillars were 20 and their sockets of brass 20 the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the west side were hangings of 50 cubits, their pillars 10, their sockets 10, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the east side, eastward 50 cubits, the hangings of the one side of the gate were 15 cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. And for the other side of the court gate on this hand and that hand, were hangings of 15 cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. All the hangings of the court round about were of fine twisted linen. And the sockets for the pillars were of brass, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver, and the overlaying of their chapters of silver. All the pillars of the court were filleted with silver. And the hanging for the gate of the court was needlework of blue and of purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, and 20 cubits was the length, and the height and the breadth was five cubits, answerable to the hangings of the court. And their pillars were four, and their sockets of brass four, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of their chapters and their fillets of silver. And all the pins of the tabernacle and of the court round about were of brass. This is the sum of the tabernacle, even of the tabernacle of testimony, as it was counted, according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, son to Aaron the priest, and Basileel the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Aholiabe, son of Asimach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a cunning workman, and an embroider in blue and in purple and in scarlet and fine linen. All the gold that was occupied for the work and all the work of the holy place, even the gold of the offering, was twenty and nine talents and seven hundred and thirty shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. And the silver of them that were numbered of the congregation was an hundred talents and a thousand seven hundred and three score and fifteen shekels after the sexual shekel of the sanctuary a bakah for every man, that is, half a shekel, after the shekel of the sanctuary, for everyone that went to be numbered from twenty years old and upward, for six hundred thousand and three hundred and five hundred and fifty men. And of the hundred talents of silver were cast the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the veil, a hundred sockets of the hundred talents, a talent for a socket, 
and of the thousand seven hundred seventy and five shekels, he made hooks for the pillars and overlaid their chapters and filleted them. And the brass of the offering was seventy talents and two thousand and four hundred shekels. And therewith he made the sockets to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the brazen altar and the brazen gate for it and all of the vessels of the altar and the sockets of the court round about and the sockets of the court gate and all the pins of the tabernacle and all of the pins of the court round about. Chapter 39. And of the blue and purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made for the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen. And they did beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires to work it in the blue and in the purple and in the scarlet and in the fine linen with cunning work. They made shoulder pieces for it to couple it together. By the two edges it was coupled together. And the curious girdle of his ephod that was upon it was of the same according to the work thereof. Of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they wrought onyx stones enclosed in ouches of gold graven, as signets are graven, with the names of the children of Israel. And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod, that they should be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the breastplate of cunning work, like the work of the ephod, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen. It was four square. They made the breastplate double. A span was the length thereof, and a span the breadth thereof, being doubled. And they set it in four rows of stones. The first row was a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncle. This was the first row. And the second row, an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third row, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a barrel, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in the ouches of gold, and their enclosing. And the stones were, according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one with his name, according to the twelve tribes. And they made upon the breastplate chains at the ends, of wreathen work of pure gold. And they made two ouches of gold, and two gold rings, and put the two rings in the two ends of the breastplate. And they put down, put the two wreathen chains of gold in the two rings on the ends of the breastplate. And the two ends of the two wreathen chains they fastened in the two ouches, and they put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. And they made two rings of gold, and put them on the two ends of the breastplate, upon the border of it, which was on the side of the ephod inward. And they made two other golden rings, and put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath, towards the forepart of it, over against the other coupling thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they did bind the breastplate by his rings, onto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, then it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the breastplate might not be loosed from the ephod, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the robes of the ephod woven work, all of blue. And there was an hole in the midst of the robe, as the roll of a habergeon, with a band round about the hole, that it should not rend. 
and they made upon the hems of the road pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet and twined linen. And they made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe, round about between the pomegranates, a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, round about the hem of the road, robe to minister in, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made coats of fine linen of woven work for Aaron and for his sons, and a mitre of fine and linen, fine linen, and goodly bonnets of fine linen, and linen breeches of fine twined linen, and a girdle of fine twined linen, and blue and purple and scarlet and needlework, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, and wrote upon it a writing, like to the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And they tied it onto, into it, a lace of blue, to fasten it on high upon the mitra, as the Lord commanded Moses. Thus was all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation finished. And the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did they. And they brought the tabernacle unto Moses, the tent and all his furniture, his tashes, his boards, his bars and his pillars, and his sockets. And the coverings of ram's skin dyed red, and the covering of badger's skins, and the veil of the covering, the ark of the testimony, and the staves thereof, and the mercy seat, the table, and all the vessels thereof, and the showbread, the pure candlestick with the lamps thereof, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all the vessels thereof, and the oil for light, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense and the hanging for the tabernacle door, the brazen altar, and his grate of brass, his staves and all his vessels, the laver in his foot, the hangings of the court, his pillars and his sockets, and the hanging for the court gate, his cords and his pins, and all the vessels of the service of the tabernacle were the tent of the congregation, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and his son's garments to minister in the priest's office. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel made all the work. And Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded, even so they had done it. And Moses blessed them. Chapter 40 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month shalt thou set up the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and thou shalt put therein the ark of the testimony, and cover the ark with the veil. And thou shalt bring in the table, and set it in order the things that are to be set in order upon it. And thou shalt bring in the candlestick, and light the lamps thereof. And thou shalt set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of the testimony, and put the hanging of the door to the tabernacle. And thou shalt set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation. And thou shalt set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar, and shalt put water therein. And thou shalt set up the court round about, and hang up hangings at the court gate. And thou shalt take the anointing oil, and anoint the tabernacle, and all that is therein, and shall hallow it, and all the vessels thereof, and it shall be holy." And thou shalt anoint the, al the altar of the burnt offering and all his vessels and sanctify the altar and it shall be an altar most holy. 
and thou shalt anoint the laver in his foot and sanctify it. And that shall bring Aaron and his sons onto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and wash them with water. And thou shalt put Aaron in the holy garments and anoint him and sanctify him that he may minister me unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt bring his sons and clothe them with coats and thou shalt anoint them as thou didst anoint their father that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. For their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Thus did Moses, according to all that the Lord commanded him, so did he. And it came to pass in the first month in the second year, that on the first day of the month that the tabernacle was reared up. And Moses reared up the tabernacle, and fashioned his sockets, and set up the boards thereof, and put in the bars thereof, and reared up his pillars. And he spread abroad the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent of above upon it as the Lord commanded Moses. And he took and put the testimony into the ark and set the staves on the ark and put the mercy seat above upon the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the covering and covered the ark of the testimony as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the table in the tent of the congregation upon the side of the tabernacle northward, without the veil. And he set the bread in order upon it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he put the candlestick in the tent of the congregation, over against the table, on the side of the tabernacle southward. And he lighted the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the golden altar in the tent of the congregation before the Lord, before the veil, and he burnt sweet incense thereon, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set up the hanging at the door of the tabernacle. And he put the altar of burnt offering by the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and offered upon it the burnt offering and the meat offering, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar, and put water there to wash withal. And Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and their feet thereat. And when they went into the tent of the congregation, and when they came near unto the altar, they washed, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he reared up the court round about the tabernacle and the altar, and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon and the glory of the Lord filled their tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day of the Lord was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day and fire was on it by night in the sight of all of the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Hmm. And Anna is already up and walking around with zero complications. She was under the knife at the beginning of this, and now she is up and walking around. It is a miracle, miracles upon miracles. What else I find interesting in that?
in the description of the tabernacle. The north end is open, right? There's no curtain. There's no veil in the north end. Why do I find that interesting? In my research into electroculture, there's something called a Lavrosky coil. A Lavrosky coil is a simple, most circle of copper with a bit of an opening at the front. And you put that opening at the north. And when you just hold it in your hands, you can feel the energy vibrating inside the coil. Like it traps the energy in there. But only if the opening is pointed north. Very interesting. Like the Lord God told us very exactly how to capture a bit of his energy so that he could reside with them. And we repeat that in the Lavrovsky coil. Amazing. Mm. With that being said, I'm going to make so some more electroculture antennas. You can get yours at electrofreedom.com. Feel free to check it out. Make your plants grow twice as fast and up to five times bigger inside, outside. Build a beautiful, amazing biome in your garden over the winter. Just plant an electroculture antenna there and uh, attract all that wonderful life to your soil so that come the spring, you can just throw seeds in the ground and watch it grow or put some in your containers so that you can grow food over the winter in a greenhouse inside. Yeah, I graphed a Lavrosky coil. Um, anyway, very interesting. So with that being said, I believe Liana's show has already started. So go pop over there on pilled.net or here on Rumble, the Liana Wilbert show. She, um, Yesterday, she played Jupiter Ascending at my request, and then she started on Divergent. Today, she's finishing the Divergent series. So if you don't want to watch the news, because um, it's all the same and it's all horrible, go watch the movies. You know, they like to tell us how things are or are going to be through their movies. So... And then Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the regular show, Patriot Party Podcast, 6 p.m. for the start of the actual show, 545 for the pre-show, the musical lounge, 6 p.m. for the start of the actual show. And uh, it's a long show tonight, just like today was a long show today, a little bit, because it's Friday. So happy Friday to everybody. Ooh, and... My farmer's market tomorrow actually got pushed out because there's another event tomorrow. So it got pushed to the following weekend. So we will be doing a Freedom Gardens podcast tomorrow. Freedom Gardens show will be live at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Um, so uh, you guys can see what we've been doing. Heather will be here. So, you know, we'll have a great conversation and see what's growing. And I've had a lot of people asking about um, you know, how to set up an electroculture garden and all that. And, and I know we've gone over that before, but not a lot. Of, we've got a lot of new people in now. So uh, we'll probably go over a little bit of that as well. 
how that works. Maybe the different types, the Luigi coil, the Lavrovsky coil, and the regular electroculture. Not that there's anything regular about it, but you know. Uh, so anyway, with that being said, you all have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you. And we will keep you in our prayers. So see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming Cue for heaven's sake, violence that they demonstrate Instigate and penetrate the values of our country And our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, or we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome our position, or I'm gonna start resisting, and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you, fools. We've been